1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Real Down. Uh, it's your host Garrett here. Uh, Jimmy is not going to be joining me this week, so another week with me running the ship. Hopefully, we don't uh, crash it. Um, but as promised, we got the so a couple of guys that fished the KBF uh, event on Lake Chickamauga this past weekend. Um, it looks like they had a pretty awesome event. Uh, a lot of a lot of good fish got. A lot of good limits put put up there. Um, so I'll go ahead and bring those guys on. Um, we'll start with uh, Wyatt here. Uh, Wyatt right, Hammond, yes. how's it going? Doing all right. Good, good. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you uh, how did you get started in in your fishing career here? And so, so I've, I've been a that. I've been a bass fisherman for forever for the longest time i remember you know being three and four years old fishing with my grandpa and and you know blue, catching yeah. bluegill off the dock just like everybody else here yeah. then that's you a, know that's that tran- a, that's transition in the yeah <laughs> that transition into bass bass fishing and uh tournament bass fishing you know when i was yeah. 15 16 jumping into like the bfls and stuff having my mom like sign off on me sign off the waivers on me since sending me off in some random guy's boat <laughs> 
That's no, awesome. Uh, not too many people know fish BFLs <laughs> at that young of an age as a co-angler. Yep. And then you know, I I ended up getting getting I ended up getting my own bass boat and the the kayak side of things. I actually had it for saltwater because okay. you know I, I I had a bass boat. I couldn't afford having a having both. So I did yeah. I did a lot of a lot of kayaking for you know flounder and stuff like that and backwaters for for like inshore for, type of stuff. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. I love, love, love doing that. And, you know, over, over time I started with like the little cheapest $200 kayak that you could get yeah. and that upgrade like a $350 kayak and then a $450 kayak. And just kind of as, as it went on going, going through that. And then about four, three or three or four years ago or so, the, the motor blew in my bass boat. And I was just like, it's, it's so much money that just so much money and upkeep and gas and, you know, Putting, yeah. putting gas in a 36 gallon tank in the boat and then putting the 30 gallons in the truck. It's just, <laughs> God, I got yeah, a like a, a new motor in one of those has got to be close to like some, 20, some of the 25 higher grand, 25 yeah. grand. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I actually, I actually picked up a, uh, I picked up a used wilderness attack 140 a couple, couple years ago. And uh, I, nice. I rolled that bass fishing and saltwater and I, I end up like I was taking it, taking it offshore, catching big forty-inch redfish off of it. I trolled for kings from it and caught some giant kingfish from it, wow. and and started bass fishing with it. And then I, I you know, kind of wanted to get back in the tournament scene, so I, I ended up sell, selling selling the wilderness. I hopped in the uh, the old town big water PDL and okay. started started fishing some local stuff around here. So I yeah. started started with like the monthly tournaments. The uh, so around around here we have. Central Carolina kayak fishing is the, is the one closest to me, CCKF. And I started fishing with those guys on the monthlies. Yeah. And Do you know, got, uh, a Drew, um, uh, forgot what his last name is. My cousin, I, for, I should know it. Blair. I know, I've, I've heard it. I've heard the name. I know the name. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know, uh, I know. He, he fishes the central, uh, Carolina group. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of their events. I know the name. I probably run into him somewhere. So yeah. I started started fishing with those guys last year, and then this this year, you know, I wanted to I wanted to jump into you know the KKBF bass. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten into the Hobie ones yet, but I wanted to step it up a little bit and see what I can do with those. So that, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of how it's rolled. And uh, <laughs> well, it's working out. Sounds like it's yeah. good going good for you so far. Yeah. Uh, well, let me bring Ryan on here, and we'll give him a chance to talk about himself. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Garen? <clears throat> awesome. Glad to have you on. Uh, so Thanks tell me a little me. bit about yourself, and uh, let me know how you got your start in uh, kayak fishing and all that. Well, um, I started in 2019 bass fishing, and okay. I could give it, prior to 2019, I could give a flying food bar about green fish. Um you know, yeah. can't fish of any kind. I'm just like, eh, I grew up, um, walleye fishing with my dad. Okay. On Lake Erie. So I'm, I grew up in a suburb of Cleveland and we occasionally would get out with my uncles. And, um, I had an uncle that lived on the causeway by Cedar point off of Lake Erie. And we get up there usually two, three times a year, do some walleye fishing, really enjoyed it. And then started my career, Got out of pretty much all outdoor sports in 2007. I lost my dad, bought myself a walleye boat, and started doing walleye tournaments at that point. Had a lot of weights and fish and stuff like that. Pardon? 
So were you doing the whole weights and the fish and deal? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you what though, I couldn't figure it out. I mean, there's some sticks on Lake Erie. You know, you talk about big bags and bass, and it's the same yeah. deal. You get out on Lake Erie and these tournaments we do in the spring in April, May, June, and there was a really big tournament called Hog Fest. It was $250 entry, but it was just regular Joes. You know, you had some semi-pro guys doing it, but mostly like, you know, people like us just want out, going out and having fun, get a crew of four yeah. and try and do your best. And the weather was usually terrible, you know, four footers, <laughs> wind blowing 25 out of the east. And imagine guys would still manage to turn out 50 pound bags and it's uh, five fish. And it's like, how in the world does that happen? Massive. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was crazy. Um, but fast forward, like I said, in 2019, I started kayaking a little bit. A friend of mine in Cleveland's like, yeah, you got to get a kayak. So I started with a predator MX paddle and we did mm. some river stuff. And the first fish I ever caught from a kayak was a pike, which was kind of fun on a whopper yeah. plopper of all things. And yeah, I was kind of hooked like at a, that point. A, a easy way to get your hook. Get yeah. Hook I mean, you know, it wasn't a big one, but it was fun. Um, yeah. And then my first event, I found the local uh, Buckeye kayak fishing trail here in Ohio and did yeah. a online event. I think it was the Buckeye Blitz. I'll never forget it. I was keeping my boat up in the East West Harbor, um, which is a very popular place for us to bass fish at this mm -hmm. point. Do a lot of tournaments up there. And my neighbor, my boat neighbor's like, You ever bass fish around here? I'm like, eh, not really. He goes, dude, you gotta try it. And in the springtime, they're all around these um all the seawalls. Mm -hmm. You know, he catch a three pounder off a seawall like 7 30 in the morning. Everyone's still hung over from the night before. He's out there <laughs> yeah. fishing. And in my first tournament, I fished my harbor and caught five in the first half hour, 45 minutes, something like that. I put them on the board backwards. <laughs> Everyone oh, no. was denied. So <laughs> yeah. that was my first the tail tournament. The fence and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, I mean, trying to keep them on the board. I'm like, how the F do guys do this? You know, I mean, cause they're <laughs> flopping around. It was, it was just a mess. Um, but I ended up getting a pedal drive. I went to the predator PDL, yeah. um, which is a tank of a boat. And then I did that for a couple of years. 2019 was when I started doing the bigger events. You know, I did some BKFT stuff, but 2019 I went to the national championship for KBF. Yeah. And once I started learning about the online things, I was like, okay, this is a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time doing it when I could um, fishing, mostly weekends. I don't do any night or weekday fishing. Don't have the time typically. Yeah. Um, then, you know, my friends were the guys who my, my circle of fishing buddies Oh, I have Hobies. And this was prior to the crate, the motor craze and Torquedo was really starting to get popular. And I'm like, I went to a 403 and I'm like, this is the cat's meow. You know, yeah. this is something you can get around, you know, I mean, if you're paddling, what is your range? Three miles, maybe four on a given day, if you're really pushing it. Yeah. And this past event, and we'll get into it, I covered some serious water, <laughs> just yeah. looking for bass, looking for doing what why well, I did, looking for schools, yeah. trying to find areas that would hold fish. Uh, and I skipped over the areas he was fishing too, which just still burns me. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's that's how it always is on these type of events. Like he, he just he just finds that little tiny spot that's got it. <clears throat> 
but Everybody I love it. You know, I love the camaraderie. It. I love the people. I love the people you meet that don't tournament fish. Um, yeah. You know, the more I do it, the more people I meet that have only been into it a short while. And it, it's just, you know, it's one of those things. If you're a gear junkie, which you end up being a gear junkie in the sport just by yeah. happenstance, right? You'd yeah. You start talking different baits and rods and line. And, you know, it's just fun for me. Different attachments and different oh, yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a rabbit hole that ha- does not have an end at all. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't at all, and it just keeps growing every year. It just yeah. keeps getting bigger, uh, which is awesome. Uh, so it sounds like both of you guys had a little bit of time to practice for the event. Uh, Ryan, do you want to go go ahead and start on how, sure. how did you how did you approach your practice and what kind of what were you looking for uh going into the event well my wife and i have been to this is our third trip to chickamauga we've stayed in dayton every time at a resort called blue water and i've only known the lake from dayton north i really never fished the south yeah um for the most part until see i like that that northern end most of the time it's different you know but yeah every time i've gone to pre-fish it all the places i've gone into are all choked out it wasn't you know i didn't feel like i had anything going um Mm -hmm. and i had talked about this a little bit at the weigh-in but we get down to dayton and um i found out my truck had overheated on the way down we had some camper issues that were minor but it was still issues i had to deal with and then my dog died on saturday or friday night the night we got there Man, that's camper. a really shitty way to start. Yeah, it was not hard fun. to hear that. So thank you. Um, you know, we had to deal with those personal issues first thing Saturday morning. I didn't get on the water until one o'clock and my head was just not in the game. And my wife's like, let's just get out, you know, clear your head. We'll just cruise around. So we cruised up north and I covered about 10 miles um, just cruising around, looking at different things. I cast my rod occasionally, but I was yeah. mostly looking and towing her to be honest because she's in a paddle so you know that's we like awesome to cruise that together. she's out there with you though oh yeah it was just fun you know we're just it's, we work a lot so we don't get a chance to catch up you know like this and yeah you know just bs and i caught a few fish um nothing they substantial but i'm like this just doesn't feel it but what dawned on me at that point was i'm looking at the water differently normally i'll go to a spot and i will beat it to a froth I mean, yeah. just kill it. And that's not what you do in tournament fishing. Yeah. So my week, um, starting Sunday, I went to a his- historical spot that I was familiar with. I fished it for about two hours. Felt like I had a pretty good idea wh- what the fish wanted, what they were doing, how big the spot was. And I'm like, I'm going to go exploring. And from Sunday until Saturday, or until Friday, so I did about 10 miles on Saturday. I did 10 miles, 12 miles on the following Friday. But between then, I covered over 100 miles of water. God, I wish I could have recorded of... my trip because yeah, it, it was obscene. I mean, I went it's from miles on that, on that northern motor. Dayton, Cottonport area, all the way down to Harrison, every major creek except for Hawassi River, all the way up back north again. Wow. Just trying to find a, a consistent big bite. I mean, if you catch one here, you catch one there. That's not, you know, that's not yeah. consistent. And I know that doesn't win tournaments. So yeah. I had my back pocket. I was comfortable with it. Um, but I was looking elsewhere and I had a couple spots that produced. And I'm like, they're new. You know, it's kind of a long run. Do I, you know, do I risk it or do I go with what I 
you know, my knowledge has told me and the biggest difference. And this is where I screwed up all my tournaments in years past. Pre-fishing a couple of days before you wear them out. Yeah. And I didn't touch my spot. I went there once and I didn't touch it until I got back on Saturday morning. So that was how my pre-fishing started. I mean, sounds like you covered a lot of ground and put in the hours to, to make it happen. So were you mostly looking offshore um, doing this? No, or? I was, I was started, I would start close to the main river, go back into creeks or start in the creeks and come back out to the, to um, yeah. the main lake. Try to kind of locate I mean, because this is a hard time of year to kind of dial them in. I was looking everywhere for the structure I wanted to find. And it was, far, it, as Wyatt probably knows, it was few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the lake is a lot, up a lot compared to, so the last time we had an event that we covered on Chickamauga was the Bassmaster Kayak Series event. Um, and that was in March, but, so it's like, seven foot higher than what it was then wow uh, i know it was low i know it was that low <laughs> yeah uh it was it was super low for that event um i think it was like record lows what a lot of people were saying fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home it's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com So, Wyatt, how, how did you approach your pre-fishing and uh, what, what kind of stuff were you looking for? So I, I came into it just knowing that I was going to fish offshore, yeah. live, or, live or die. I was, was going to be offshore. I was, I was going to be fishing deep, deeper than 12 feet. <laughs> that's that's not a but, bad approach on Chickamauga in June or any TVA. Uh, so so we, we, got, we, got, we got up here on Tuesday morning. We drove drove through the night, you know, got up at 1 a.m. Tuesday morning, hot load everything up and my buddy Hunter 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 Hernandez and I rolled out there, and we just we launched out of Chester Frost the first the first two days, and just went straight to the main main river channel and hit the hit the main river channel and just started going up. Yeah, <laughs> and just started that, scan, there's some good everything. there's some good offshore stuff in that in that area. That's I mean there's a lot of community yeah. holes there. Uh, yeah, community holes for a reason. Yep. Like, so so we we hit that main channel we started going up and every, every single day we would just cover tons of water like 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 ryan said I, I covered every chunk of ledge from soddy daisy all the way down to harris harrison creek and just if it, if it dropped into 35 40 feet of water i was i was scanning it wow. <laughs> and it turned out that uh like the best places that we would find were not not out on the main channel yet i don't think the fish have fully like pushed out to the ledges I think yeah. they were still at those bottlenecks 
you know, where, you know, the bottlenecks where they were just leaving those creek channels going to the, to the ledges. Yeah. Cause still, I never found still any. kind of making their transition yeah. to those ledges. I don't know if they showed up a lot out there yet. They, they might be out there. I never, I never found them. Yeah. So, so we just, we just poked around out there every day, except Friday, Friday, we went all the way up the, up the, we just went all the way up to the dam just to try and see what it looked like just to, you know, completely throw off the area just in case I could find something crazy, crazy different. Yeah. But from, from Tuesday, the very first, you know, the first ledge that we stopped on that had school school and fish, it was just wide open. Just, you know, I broke, broke out the eight XD. And I think my first cast out, out across one of those ledges, I caught a four pounder. Wow. And then threw a football jig out there and caught a couple two, caught a couple twos and threes. And I was just like, this this place is nuts. <laughs> yeah. So so we, we just went on replicating that any, anywhere that we found a, a good it, it had to have a couple turns, had to have a couple turns and stuff. It couldn't just go straight out and hit the channel. Mm-hmm. So if it kind of snaked into the channel and stuff like that, we, we yeah. found pretty pretty good schools of fish there. And of course <laughs> they they were also pulling current the whole week. So yeah, you know, it, yeah, was, that, it was helping stack the fish up. So I knew kind of like in the back of my mind that, yes, this is fantastic. Yes, I'm catching these fish where they're supposed to be while they're pulling current. But come Saturday, Sunday, they're probably not going to be pulling anything. And I need to that's find That's the way it something. always goes. They, they cut it off right on the weekend. <laughs> yep. Screw everything like, up. I need, I need to find something where these fish are going to go to, where they're going to fan out to near the near the main channel. So we yeah. ended up. We ended up with with about seven or eight spots, and my my best one was right outside the power plant. It was right out of the Sequoia that training. So was the Sequoia Training Center. I'm not yeah. super not super familiar with this lake. I've been here like once once many many years ago fishing the uh, the FLW College Series, but that that was just drive up for one day, fish and go home. So that uh that area uh, by that plant right there is a pretty popular area there's a lot yeah. of a lot of money and a lot of big tournaments that are won <laughs> in that area in june um, yeah because that's so, kind of one of the biggest like ledge hole community holes that that exists i i, I almost got run over size. run over out there a couple times yeah. so <laughs> yeah i think that's the, the area that uh who was it it was kvd and iconelli i think they got in a fight like a little oh yeah out, out there <laughs> right. on... i remember seeing the video <laughs> yeah Man. it's a community hole well you're not part of the community <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways yeah so that that that's a case in point why why they're they're always out there now. yeah um, so the... I, I found i found i found i did find a school south south of there a little bit more south of the uh the power plant that, that a lot of people weren't really stopping on and yeah. i found that i think it was Thursday afternoon, I sat out there and just I, I'd thrown the football jig and caught a couple fish, and they they weren't really seeming to bite it, but I could see a school of them sitting down there on the on my side scan, and they weren't they weren't swimming around or anything. They were literally hugging the bottom on the side scan. I'd I'd gone across it once, and I'd seen all I seen a whole bunch of you know little specks down there that looked like rocks, and I'd gone back across it, and they were all gone. <laughs> and I was like, I, I know those I know those rocks didn't didn't move away. Yeah, like I know those tumble down the river. It could have been. I mean, a lot of those fish too are so pressured, and uh, they know like what sonar pings are, and yeah, uh, as soon as they they feel that presence, they just kind of scatter and leave. Yeah, 
So I actually broke out a shaky head on that and started dragging it across that flat. And I ended up catching seven in a row, seven, like two to three pounders in a row, just back to back to back to back to back casts. And I was like, I think I'm going to start here in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you went that far with it. I, think yeah. four, I would have been done and out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, a couple it's, bites. It's, it's so hard. I'm just like, man, I need I know I need to leave these fish as I'm still casting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean it's an addiction. You can't you can't stop yourself sometimes. Yeah, I mean you're there to fish. You're not just there to fish tournaments. That's what I say to myself when I do that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well take advantage of it while right. it's happening. Right. Yeah. Um well, with that, you want to go ahead and start on how your day one went. Um, so, I'll let Ryan uh, go ahead yeah. and start if you want to. It's up to you guys, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Take it. All right, go. so day <laughs> one, um, you know, I went to the spot that I had felt comfortable with and started with a jackhammer, got there early, was surprised there wasn't really anybody where I was at at the ramp. Um, I saw a couple guys from a distance, really wasn't concerned all that much. And I felt ready. I felt comfortable. I was relaxed. I have my coffee and my donuts every tournament, every time, you know, got your routine dialed. Oh yeah. It's just, a you know, I didn't have a far commute. So I had a lot of time just to kind of sit and think and relax, watch the sunrise. Yeah. And I'm just anticipating six o'clock, you know, when I see it come up on my graph, I have my hand my rod in my hand, probably not unlike a lot of other tournament anglers, you know, I've got it already it released, ready to make the cast. Yeah. With an alarm set or something. Oh, ready. yeah. I mean, as soon as it yeah. clicks six o'clock, I'm it's in the air. And as soon as it hits the water, I get a fish. That's the wow. first time in my tournament history of 75 plus starts that I've caught a fish first cast like that. First cast. Usually you know? people say that's like a bad omen. Right. That's what I heard. So yeah. that was my first one. And then I get the fish in the boat, take the picture, 601, you know, do my thing, get it back in the water. Second cast, boom, there's another fish. I'm like, okay, wow. this has got to be a fluke, you know, but just stay calm. Yeah, you have I'm already, like a, my nerves uh, are already starting crazy, you know. Like a shad thing. spawn or anything happening, like first thing in the morning? Or oh, there was, you around was something dead like that? quiet until 10 minutes until go time and then yeah. the water started blowing up a little bit so that okay. got me kind of fired up yeah um so i get that fish in take a picture it's not even 604 at this point 605 third cast another fish and this one's an 18 now i'm like it's i'm out of i'm out of control i don't know what to do with myself <laughs> yeah I'm, you know there's a slight breeze i'm drifting off my spot i'm trying to find you know because i didn't mark a waypoint because I'm too busy casting. Yeah. And get that fish taken care of, put away. Fourth cast, another fish. I'm like, this is impossible. This is not how this is supposed <laughs> to go. You know, this doesn't happen this to does me. This not happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm trying to enjoy it. Yeah, right. Um, and at this point, I get the fish in the boat. You know, I've got my rod back here. The rod slips in the water. The line's over here. The fish is trying to get out because these fish are aggressive on these river systems. Yeah. I get it taken care of and finally get settled down. And I think I must've drifted off my spot or just didn't hit my mark. Fifth cast I missed or just was too quick. I'm bringing it back. Sixth cast. I caught my fish, six fish or fifth fish. Yeah. 
and try my limit 614 and i'm like do i upload do i not upload and i i know that i've had some issues in the area that i was at with um fishing chaos and with my connection so i'm like you know what i'm just going to keep fishing it's hot you don't screw around with uploading fish i have plenty of time to do it so i got back to it um the wind pretty much died and i switched from a chatterbait i'm like slow it down and something i've always wanted to do since i've been down here is fish these big freaking worms and i'm talking like 12 14 inch yeah, the you know, magnum like, worms yeah i didn't use a coach whip i didn't bring bust that one out the 16 incher but i was yeah. playing with 12s yeah and just fishing them slow you know heavyweight i was in six seven feet of water you know okay. some grass here and there and just because i was catching 15 16 inches i caught that 18 the bite stopped I caught a couple 15s again. I'm like, eh, I need to find something else to get bigger fish. So when I switched to the worm, it was the same deal. It wasn't every other cast, but the fishing picked up and they got bigger. You know, it went 18, 17 and three quarter. There you go. Um, I caught a, I think the biggest one I got was a 20 and three quarter. I thought it was a 21. I thought I almost lost her. She jumped like three times. I got her <laughs> to the side of the boat. Made you nervous. And then bends the rod over. She goes down underneath. And I can't pull her back up. I'm just afraid to pull that the hook's going to come out of her mouth. So yeah. I try and guide it back up. And in one fell swoop, I get her in the net, get a picture, get it back in the water. It wasn't maybe 10 minutes later, I caught the 19. At that point, given the long week, losing the dog, thinking about that, I actually just put my head down and start crying. It was, I've never been in that, that before, man. Yeah, it, that, was, it was crazy. I see that Ninety-three and a quarter like, inches by ten thirty, you know, and gosh. that's the biggest bag I've ever had. Um, being in the lead, I knew that the likelihood of it holding was probably not great, but it was still pretty high up there. Yeah, and I didn't have another bite after that, not one. Three and a half hours, and I covered the. I mean, I literally it was like combing it with a comb. I was going in every possible way, turning sideways, and I tried yeah. to my grid out a little bit to see if they just moved away or if I pushed it myself either with the ping or fishing them too hard or whatever, but it just stopped. And that, uh, that's, uh, that's what I was getting ready to say when you're talking about uploading your fish. Um, like I usually wait to, if you're on something like that, where it's like bite after bite or cat, like I will usually wait and give it a minute. Like when it slows down, that's when I'll start, I'll go to upload my stuff. But, and it took me to upload my first six or seven fish. It took me almost a half an hour. It was that slow. Is it, so, was it just the signal or was it like issues with the app? No, it was signal. I think, cause I was only had one bar 4g I'm on Verizon network and it's usually pretty decent, but yeah. I think part of the problem is these cameras have gotten so good. The resolution on the pictures are so high. It takes yeah, forever to like upload. A, and I didn't mess a picture or something. Oh, it's like 25. It's huge. Yeah. You know? And thankfully, I did. I, you know, I made the mistake in, in the past where I had, I have a super high resolution picture that's 100 megs. I'm wow. glad I didn't have that turned on. Otherwise, I never would have got my fish uploaded. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, they don't, the judges don't need to see that high resolution, right? Yeah, they don't need to be able to, to count the, uh, the scales on the side of the thing. Right, exactly. So, I mean, 
it was a good day. It was a fun day. It was hotter than Hades, you know, by 11 o'clock, which is probably also making things difficult, assuming that yeah. they likely moved offshore. Um, I didn't even go hit my offshore spots that I had nearby. I just kind of hovered around this area because I kind of had it to myself. But I did have, and this may have hurt me, um, I had this, I was faced the shoreline two, 300 yards from the shore. And I was just in my zone and I didn't hear these guys roll in behind me on a boat. And it was three old men, nice guys, but they were within casting distance. You know, it was like a long cast, but you know, yeah. 75, 80, 90 feet. And they started chucking towards me and I was kind of fanning out left, fanning out right. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm not going to bug these guys. We're all here to fish. They started yeah. catching three, four pounders and then caught a giant in front of me in the area that I wasn't really fishing. And it was killing me. And I wanted yeah. to tell them, please leave. But yeah. at this point, when the fishing finally quit for both of us, they left. And I'm like, yeah, well, now I know why. So yeah. we were chit-chatting for a minute. I'm like, did you guys get a picture of that thing? You know, because it was, it had to be a 22, 23 inch. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, we'll just put him in the live well and take him back and release him when we get back to our dock. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. not, they're not tournament fishing. They're fun fishing. Yeah. But they're taking the fish and sign yeah. our <laughs> Getting those uh, glory shots or hero shots. Yeah. Or whatever. So I'm like, that's this is the way it goes. You know, make the best of what you got. Um, yeah. You know, I try not to look at the leaderboard too much. You know, at 1 o'clock, I saw that I got passed. I thought maybe I'll hang on to second. Maybe I'll get a, you know, if I got a kicker, you know, it's hard to upgrade when you have 20, 19, 18, 18, and a 17 and three quarter at that point, yeah. unless you're Wyatt, you know, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's, they can happen on chick though. You can run into oh, yeah. a 20 uh, yeah. pretty commonly. Uh, it seems like not, maybe not as much these days, but. I couldn't no. leave though because I have left fish in years past or in tournaments past so many times to go find fish. It was like a ball and chain. I just couldn't leave the area because I'm like, if I just get one more good bite, that's it. You know, I should have it locked up. But yeah, it wasn't my day. So hey, I mean, you still had a good day. So that was yeah. day one for you, and you had 93 and a quarter inches. Mm -hmm. um, you tied for second place. It looks like, and you yep. got beat for with the big bass yeah it is 22 and a half or something he caught yeah it's Damien. 23 and a quarter 23 and a quarter yeah solid fish <laughs> um and then in first place let me get back to it here uh you had jackson or uh, yep. 94 and three quarter inches Solid day. Why you're right behind him with 92 inches. So why don't, why don't you tell us about how your day went? So I I, I kind of set a goal in mind. I was like 90 inches is what I want. I was like 90 inches and I'll feel I'll feel comfortable and just because yeah. uh, you know I've I've been catching I've been catching some big fish on in practice, but I hadn't been catching like consistent six 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 you know stuff yeah. like that. I've been catching yeah. threes. Those big. Uh, yeah. So I was like if I if I can put 90 inches, I'll I'll feel comfortable and. I, I probably started on that spot that Ike and Ellie and, and Kevin Kevin Van Dam were arguing about because I, I was it was right straight in front of the power plant where I, where I wanted to start. I wanted to leave my my flat alone for a little bit because yeah, you know, I'm offshore fish offshore fish first thing in the morning they're they're usually 
you know, not not super helpful to me. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't really, they don't really set up very well until the sun gets up and stuff like that. Well, it seems so, like that's typically like a late afternoon bite, like in the, yeah. So I, I went time. Yeah. So I'd gone I'd gone straight out there right in front of the power plant. I'd actually caught a I caught a seven eighteen out there on Thursday. And I was like, I'm just going to start there, grind it for a little bit, see if I can see if I can catch a big fish, and then I'll bounce around, and see if I can if I can add to it. And I, I had known that there was a big big tournament going out. I think we lost uh, you a little bit there. Nope. There you go. I'm back. There you go. There yeah. Go. So, so there was a big tournament going out of uh, Chester out Frost. Of Chester Is that Frost. Where going yeah. On? I'm yeah. sitting out there in the main channel on the like. Yeah, one of the biggest community holes that they got. Uh, I think we lost you again. Well, he'll be back with us shortly. So it sounded like he was he was on uh, right on the big community hole area that we've been talking about. Yeah, and I fished out of that area. There's a boat ramp not far from there. I fished twice, and yeah. I caught – I couldn't get a fish over 15 inches. I'm like, I'm not fishing this area. There was one yeah. school that I found. I couldn't get him to bite for whatever reason, and it's funny because what he said he was fishing with, I was carrying, but I didn't throw it all that often because I wasn't comfortable throwing these big baits. Yeah. But, um, you know, the things you learn doing this sport – Post tournament, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, uh, like you're saying those big baits. Like, I don't know for whatever reason those ledge fish they just like the big baits. Uh, I mean, well, I, I mean, think about it. They're it not going to fight over something small because there's too many fish, right? Yeah. If they're going to get them a snack, it's got to be worthwhile. And I think supposedly most of the time they're feeding on big gizzard chad that are coming up over the, over those ledges um, offshore. Um, so they're kind of keyed in more on bigger stuff. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so it seems like that's, that's, that's what the deal is. Um, well, we'll, we'll give, uh, Wyatt a second here to try to get back on, but you want to go ahead and start talking about how your day two went? Sure. Feel free to cut me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, that's uh, right. I mean, day two. So for some reason, the last tournament I fished, I had both of my, um, rain gear kits with me and i could only find the jackets of both for this tournament i'm like eh, it ain't gonna rain i kept watching the forecast 
they were calling for thunderstorms or, or heavy rain on Sunday. I'm like, well, it's been 90 some degrees every day or high eighties, high humidity. Yeah. It's a warm rain. It's not that big of a deal. So, um, got to the ramp. There was nobody there again. I was ready to go Threw on my heavier raincoat shorts and flip flops. And as soon as I got in the boat, sitting on the dock, waiting for the five 30, it started raining just a little bit. Then it picked up and picked up and picked up. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. But you're not doing anything. Any thunderstorms or anything? No, I didn't see any lightning. um, Didn't hear any thunder. It just was raining, and the wind was starting to blow pretty good. Yeah. So I went and circled my area really wide, like five was a thousand feet. I think I did a circle, and I'm looking for pockets of grass where or edges that I didn't fish previously. So he's back. (laughs) Yeah. Get it figured out here. I was starting to I was starting to give away some secrets, so my, my internet shut off on me. <laughs> yeah, it, it cut you off there. Uh, well, Ryan was just talking about his day too a little bit, but we can we can oh, go yeah. back if you want and uh, oh, you're, a little you're, the, little bit of the secrets to give us some juice. No, you're, you're you're good, Ryan. Keep keep rolling. Well, so day, you know, so that, by the time uh, the time started, I was about it's a minute and a half or two minutes late to my spot. But the wind was blowing from a different direction, so I hit it from a different way. It took me about yeah. three casts, and same deal, but it was 16s and 17s. You know, the big right. fish just weren't biting. And while it was, I love poor weather, most guys don't. I enjoy it because I figure out the bite, it seems like for me personally. Um, whatever I decide to throw, they seem to be hitting. And one of the things I love throwing a lot is a swim bait. And I didn't get a bite on a swim bait the entire time I was there, entire week. When you're it, talking swim bait, do you mean in like a just a little four eight or, like or even a, a five eight Kitech? Gotcha. Yeah. You know, on either you a never three, know these days. Ounce, when you say swim bait the yeah, I know glide bait craze, and they're all all the big mega bass yeah, baits, and uh, not quite that big of stuff, but. Bigger yeah. than I'm used to throwing, but th- just the aggression that they hit it with, you know, I was hoping to get yeah. a bite on that, and especially in the rain, but for whatever reason, they wanted nothing to do with it. So I went back to, to you know, fishing my big worm again. I, I had a couple different flavors. I threw a, uh, what was it? A straight, I was throwing a straight King rage tail thumper, which is pretty good size. <laughs> and I switched to the Anaconda, which is ridiculous looking. And yeah. I was like, you know, this is like a novelty you find at a gas station on the way to a trip somewhere, you know, not something you're going to actually use. Yeah. And lo and behold, man, my 20 incher came off that. And I'm like, okay, I got plenty of these. So I kept trying to mess with them. I ended up catching a couple of 15s off of it. I upgraded a 16 with a 17. And the bite again shut down when the wind stopped. Um, it ended up picking back up later in the afternoon. But again, I think my last bite was probably 11, 15, 11, 30. And I even left the area going to a couple other places. I made one small upgrade, quarter inch upgrade. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, it was 89 inches, which is solid. Um, it's my best. Those are my best two bags ever. And it's my best two day combined since I've been well, doing this. It's so, awesome. 182 and a quarter over two days. I mean, I couldn't be happier with the, uh, with the fishing. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, you had a good time. So at that 11 o'clock mark, were you like, man, I gotta, I gotta go upgrade or 
Were you trying to, did you end up abandoning that area? Or? Oh, yeah, I, I completely left. Um, I went down, well, I went south. I always forget which way the river flows down there, but I went south, yeah. um, well away from my spot. You know, we're fishing other areas. I was, again, it was, I mean, the weather probably helped, but I was by myself. Um, I went to go check a creek, and I thought about going to the back of it. I'm like, no. You know, I was fishing around some piers and docks and stuff, some grass I haven't seen before. I didn't, you know, my, my bait's never been because I didn't pre-fish any of this. It's, you know, sometimes I hear stories that that's when it happens, right? They go to a spot they didn't hit, and they magically yeah. get that last kicker. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything, and I wanted to give myself a good half hour to just destroy whatever was left of my postage stamp of a fishing spot. Yeah. And that's what I did until, I mean. Burn it down. I burned it down to the very last second at three o'clock as my lines going through the air. I'm like, <sighs> I was exhausted at that point. Yeah. You know, I gave I mean, it everything I could like a week straight or something like that. Oh point. yeah. Four o'clock <laughs> and getting up at four 30 every morning. Yeah. That's a lot of work. It'll wear down, wear on you. Um, Knowing that awesome. I had a, an eight and a half, nine hour drive home post tournament on Sunday, you know, that was, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I was trying not to think about that yet, but that's even rougher. I, and they shut down the you know they shut down the the numbers except for I think they left the Dakota Lithium double up open for a short while after, but then they shut everything down but Big Bass. So I didn't know where I stood. Yeah. Um, I expected fish to be uploaded, you know, for guys to you know get that last hour kicker. Which if it was me running tournaments, I'd say the last fish has to be uploaded by three o'clock. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but i get it you know people are far away from cell coverage and they want to get their stuff uploaded so i completely understand that's the way it works every tournament i fish is the same way so did he let you know pretty quick whether or not you were in no like i had the... no idea no. in fact i didn't even know my third stuck because they shut the results down for everything yeah. oh, wow so i had confidence but you know again knowing what i know about chick and knowing about some of the big fish that were caught, including the ones I caught a couple, a couple 21s, but yeah, you know, I expected there to be some giants given the nature of the water we fish in. So it was fun. It happens. I mean, they're, yep. they're, def they're definitely out there. Um, well, Wyatt, you gotta, if you're back with us, you want to try yep. and go uh, with your day one, go over your day one, <laughs> see it, let us know how that went. Yep. So, uh, yeah, like I was saying, I started, I started right there at the power plant, just, on on those flat on the flats right there yeah and just where where you know i guess an old creek channel or something dropped in dropped into the main channel and i, I sat there and i was like hopefully i'm gonna catch big fish and then i'll go try and poke around and and fill out the rest of it after that and no knowing that term was coming out of chester frost i just i was sitting there waiting like please don't let him blast off early and just park right yeah. in front of me and start catching fish while i'm you know still have 10 minutes left to go <laughs> yeah. but but luckily, I guess they'd, they, uh, they'd, they'd, they'd run over you and stuff. Yeah, I've seen those I guys was, just fly out of there. I was like, I'm going to have to sit here and like just pretend that I'm casting so no one just comes and parks right in front of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was like, it was like six, six, right at six o'clock is like just, you know, stand, standing in the middle of the road, the Daytona 500, just bass boats just yeah. going all Zipping over the by. place. And, you know, by it, 
by like six ten, and I'm looking at my I was looking at my my depth finder, and every single spot that I could see, I was like every waypoint that I had marked, I was like, "There's a boat on that one. There's a boat on that one. There's a boat on that one. There's a boat over there. There's a boat over there." And I'm like, "I am stuck. <laughs> like I am stuck here." So I was I was actually throwing a, a thumper worm, same as Ryan. I was throwing a big you know ten inch plum thumper worm out there, and I think it was like six sixteen. I hooked like a 16, 17 incher, jumped him off literally right at the boat, kept on casting, hooked another one, lost that one right at the boat. And I was like, just wheels falling off. I was like, wheels are falling off <laughs> in my head. The opposite <laughs> start that Ryan had. <laughs> yep. So eventually, I think it was like 6.45, I ended up landing like a 16 and a quarter. Finally landed a 16 and a quarter. And then fish, nice. you know, fish there for another 45 minutes and caught a third, like a 13 and three quarter on a crankbait. And, you know, it's probably eight o'clock or so. And I'm still looking around. And I'm like, every single one of my spots has a boat sitting on it. <laughs> like I am stuck on this spot, not catching fish and I can't go anywhere. Yeah. So I think um, it was like 11 the previous weekend, uh, Jimmy and I went out to Pickwick and yeah, there was like, 40 boats on every <laughs> ledge spot there possible and they were out there before sunrise an hour before light and with their all their lights and stuff on uh i thought there were yeah. buoys or something when i first was, out. I was like, a bunch <laughs> of buoys sitting out there and they're like, as soon as the sun came up there was 40 boats scattered across the horizon just like what do you want like like I was, I was afraid, I was afraid to move off too much. Cause I was like, I can, I guess I had marked a couple of brush piles and stuff that I knew I could probably catch, you know, some, some spots or something like that. Cause yeah. I'd only had, I only had two fish at this point and it's, you know, put, starting to get 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so eventually the guy, you your plan Z at this point. Yeah. I'm going to go start flipping docks or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, Eventually, the guy, the guy right behind me, he was sitting out off that Sequoia, that Sequoia training place. He left, and I saw him get up on pad, and I immediately turned and just as fast as I could go straight down to that spot, yeah. just just hoping that I was like, now the worst thing is if somebody pulls into that spot and pulls into the spot I just came from. Now you're host, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're stuck. So I, I went, I went out there. I, was, I went across, and I marked a couple fish. Not nothing like nothing like a couple of days couple days earlier because i knew you know no current or anything like that. those fish probably scattered a little bit yeah and i started just i was like i need to catch fish so i grabbed a shaky head and i was like i'm just gonna start dragging this thing say so i couldn't hop it or anything i couldn't bounce it if i, I would just have to cast it out there and just drag slow drag, drag it yeah and i think i'd been doing that for about 10 minutes and I hooked that. I hooked that twenty-three incher. <laughs> oh, nice! And it just started on jumping. Cast, the boat. Ten minutes on one cast, or oh, about about two. Yeah, about two or three minutes per cast. Just God, that's a long count, time. Count, count the rocks <laughs> out there. I'm like, I know the fish are there. I saw them on side scan. I know the waypoint. I'm casting at the waypoint. I'm like, they're there. <laughs> I know they're leave there. it in front of their face long enough, they'll bite it. <laughs> oh, but. Like I, I caught that 23 incher and I was on the, on, it was on the shaky head. So I'm like, I got 10 pound test on here with a 10 pound braid. And of course yeah. it starts jumping and I'm like, this fish is 10 pounds in front of me. It's yeah. flying out of the water. And I go to, I go to net it and it bounces off the net and dives back down. 
Oh no! And I pull it up again, and it bounced off the net again, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Because the it's the weekend, the actually last weekend, I fished a tournament out here, and I jumped off a seven pounder right in front of the boat, and I was like, it's going to happen again. I was like, I know it's going to happen <laughs> again, and luckily, it just it just stopped. It just stopped fighting after after about two or three minutes. It literally stopped fighting and just swam straight. It just nose straight up the top of the water and just laid on its side, and I got to scoop it up. And I was worn out, I guess. Like, I just gave up. That or it killed itself. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, ah, I'm done. Screw it. You yeah. can have me. You hit a yeah, wall I, a couple of times. It's going to hurt. Yeah. I was just trying to just karate chop him with the net. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I threw that fish on the, I threw that fish in the, in the deck and I was just started to sat there shaking. And I was like, the first, I, was yeah. like I have to weigh this thing. I didn't even throw it on the measuring board. I waited. It came out like seven, I think 751. Nice. And I was like, that's the biggest fish I've caught all week. And I'm sitting there shaking, trying to put it on the board. And I'm like, I got to get the net under the board to make sure this thing doesn't fall off. And I got, I got some good pictures of that and got all that submitted. And I was like, I know I've got big fish. I know I've got big fish. And I see the 23, 25 submitted. And I was like, ah. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> a quarter of an day. inch. I mean, what's going to pass at 23? Really? <laughs> yeah. In a quarter. Yep, I think that, uh, that happened day. a few years ago out there. Um, the Brad Golden and his dad, uh, I forgot his first name, Terry, Brad and Terry Golden. Um, his dad caught a 24 and a half, or, or no, Brad, the son, caught a 24 and a half. And then he was like, Yeah, I got big fish. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win it. And then, like, maybe. Five minutes later, I guess his dad caught a twenty-four and three-quarter right next to him. <laughs> like, nope, I got it. <laughs> Sharks, those aren't fish. Man. Yeah, so it happens out there. For, I mean, they're 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 there. Uh, there's some good ones out there. Uh, but that's still yeah. awesome. That you had yeah. That. So that 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 just gave that gave me the confidence because I was like that because you know the we the my my head was spinning because it was you know eleven o'clock I've got two fish I've lost some yeah. fish and I'm just like I got nothing going right now but so was that yeah. your third fish of the yeah. day yeah yeah that, so I got, that's, got that one and I was like all right turn your day around right there yeah I was like shit ship righted we're good yeah so. I started drag drug the shaky head a little bit more. Couldn't get anything. I actually grabbed a football mop jig and, dra and started dragging that. And I caught a 20 incher doing that about, it's probably about 20 minutes after I caught the 23. So I'm like, we're good. It's like, everything's good. I've got my small fish is 13 and three quarter. I was like, I just got to get rid of that. And I'm golden. Yeah. And caught nothing <laughs> after that <laughs> until like, <laughs> until like 115. And I, I sat I sat there for a good two hours and just nothing. And I was like, 115, I've got, you know, I have a 13 incher. I need to get rid of this thing. I can't sit here anymore. So I started just bouncing brush piles that I had found. And I'd only marked drum and I'm drum and I guess giant crappy. And I was like, I'm just gonna start throwing shaky head at every brush pile I can find. Cause yeah. I promise you that's gonna catch a fish on any any lake that you ever go to, you throw a shaky head in a brush pile, you'll get bit. Yeah. And I managed to catch a like a sixteen. <laughs> Like managed to get a sixteen and a half and get rid of that thirteen and three quarter and that, that put me back put me back in the fourth place. Nice. So that's salvage salvage my day. <laughs> well, it sounds like you made the right adjustments. Uh, 
made made it happen, dude. So yeah, ninety two inches <laughs> on day one, uh, including that almost big bass, twenty three incher. That's that's an awesome day. I don't, it's been a I while. Since twenty incher though, and you would have had over a hundred, wouldn't you? Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have been pushing it. Yeah, Man, you had three sixteens in your limit. <laughs> Which nearly <laughs> did on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So Sunday holds a whole different ball game. <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, let's start. Let's start going into Sunday. Um, either of you guys want to? Well, Brian's already kind of talked talked about his Sunday. You want to go ahead, go over how your how yours went? Well, so Sunday Sunday was like I knew it was it was pouring down rain at the at the boat ramp and. I was like, it's going to be good and it's going to be bad. It's going to be good because there's not going to be anyone out here. It's going to be bad because these fish, I've been fishing bright sun and no wind all week. And yeah. now I've got wind and pouring down rain. And I don't know what in the world these fish are going to do. So but, what what was the current doing? So you said it was running current all week, but what was it doing Saturday and Sunday? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Wow. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's tough. nothing from what I can tell. It's tough but to fish those spots with no current. Yeah, because I was sitting there just spinning around in a circle with every little every little breeze. I'm just sitting there at the kayaks, just. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, on on Sunday, I was like, per- I was like, there's no, there's nobody out here. There's not gonna be anybody out here. It's raining. I was like, I'm gonna make a run. I was gonna make a. It was about two miles to the to the. It was about two miles to, to Skull Island from the boat ramp. The Skull Island, yeah, that turns or ditch mouths, whatever, whatever those things are. Yeah, and I was like, I, I can be there, you know, two miles. If I go four miles an hour, I'll get there right at right at lines in. <clears throat> so I, oh, I rolled. Did you have like there. thirty minutes before lines in? Was that launch time? Like, yeah, five five thirty launch. Gotcha. Yeah. So went went up to that, <clears throat> sitting there right right at six o'clock, and I was I didn't I didn't scan the flat. I I we found the fish on Wednesday, I believe, and I was like, I'm just gonna start chucking at them. Hopefully, they're there. <laughs> And I sat there for an hour and a half and chucked at them and <laughs> nothing. Uh, they weren't there. Yes. Yeah. They, they were, was, they were yeah. not there at all. I get, I was scanning them. I think I could, I think I was seeing drum, but I was like, these drum are sitting perfectly right on the edge of this, right on the edge of this lip where those bass are supposed to be sitting. Yeah. So. And that's and I was, a, that's I was, a hard part too about the TVA. At least there's so many different types of species on the, out on those ledges that you're like, yeah. It's and hard they, to and distinguish. They, they, set, they, don't, they don't set up the same, but they look the same. If they if they're not moving, they look the same. Yeah. So I was after about an hour and a half. I was like, I'm just gonna. I was like, I gotta leave. I'm gonna go back down to the flat where I caught the where I caught the 23 yesterday. And I was like, I'm gonna just run across this thing one more time. And I ran across it. I ran across it on the way out with my side scan, and I just saw this giant pot of fish sitting right at the nose of that right at the nose of that point. Because at this point, the wind was blowing like eight or 10 miles an hour straight down the lake. And I guess it was pushing some current, pushing a little bit of water. Yeah. And those fish had stacked up was on it. blowing but, like southeast? Like yeah. Yeah. Southeast. southeast. And I was like, there's just, I was like, there's, they have to be, they have to be bass because it's just, the wind's blowing straight on this thing. I was like, so I, I grabbed a crankbait and I chucked it across there and I, First cast, I hooked one. I I didn't know if it was a drum. I didn't know what it was because that's all I'd been seeing all morning, and yeah. it pulled off. And I chucked it back out there, and and I ended up catching a. It was a double with a twenty incher and a seventeen and a half incher. Gosh. 
And I was like, cool, those are bass. Those are 100% yeah. bass. And, you know, it took me five minutes to get everything situated with two fish, take both pictures. It's raining. My camera's wet, you know, yeah. and get those fish back. And I rolled back up to that spot after I submitted those fish and no more fish in the crankbait. Nothing for about 15 minutes. And I was like, I know they're here. You can't tell me I'm catching, I catch a double and then they all just leave. There's no way. Yeah. So I started, I started dragging it with the, with the shaky head again and picked up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think I want to say two or three 15 and 15 and a half inches. And then I caught a 20 incher on the shaky head. And it was just there you go. about, about every, every five, 10 minutes or so I was catching a fish dragging the shaky head. And after, after I filled out my limit with the shaky head, I was like, I'm putting it down, I'm not catching any more fish on it. I'm going to throw the football mop jig for the rest of the day because yep. I wanted, I wanted some, I wanted a little bit bigger bite. I was like, I wanted, I want 18s plus 18 pluses. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, you caught your big fish the day before on a shaky head. So. <laughs> it was a little too, like, like my heart can't take that. So. Yeah. <laughs> like I get six, it. I get it. The six, 16 pound test feels a little bit better. 16 pound test and a heavy action rod feels a little bit better in my hand than, yeah. than 10. So I just, you know, I drag, drag that point catching fish about every 10, 15 minutes after that was on the foot on the mop jig until I had a guy park on my spot park on it <laughs> like i mean right, like literally park his boat right 30 feet it. 30 feet in front of me <laughs> came Did came down off you? pad came down off pad right in front of me at on the point that i was casting wow. and he looks over at me he's like oh sorry man and then drives off <laughs> <laughs> like i i saw i saw i, I was sitting there casting and i i'm looking at the boat and i'm like man he's he's coming he's coming right at me I start backpedaling and he comes and just stops dead on him. It's like, dude, you gotta be killing me yeah. right now. He's like, see, yeah. sorry, man. I didn't see you sitting there. I'm like, I got a light. I got a flag. I'm in the middle of the lake. You're only the only thing out here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, I, <laughs> I didn't catch any fish after, after that, after, after he drew, after he, you know, came down on it and then just, got up on pads sitting on top of those fish again. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, it's fine. I've got a limit. I was like, not going to let, not going to let that bother me. Yeah. Like I'm going to take that as a sign. I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> it's, time so, to, it's time to move on. Yep. Yeah. So I went, I went down to, down to the flat where I was catching them on day one and pulled up on that. And then I was, I was pulling up towards it and I was about, probably about, quarter mile away and i see a boat just sitting there doing s's back and back and forth across it and i'm like oh god i was like here it goes i was like i came all this way i came you know this this spot's 25 minutes away from the other one and there's a boat just pulled in parked on it and he's actually talking to uh somebody the other day about this about getting like a pair of uh binoculars or something so that before you make that long run to somewhere you can kind of like look across the lake and be like 
yeah maybe i could maybe i shouldn't do that go <laughs> until it's too late um, yep well once once i'm moving it's it's already it's already full full send at that point <laughs> yeah <clears throat> like he he scanned across the whole thing and just pulled up shallow and started fishing the bank so i i went over it and i saw a couple fish sitting there and i was like cool they're still here and parked on it started dragging the dragging the mop jig around i caught I'm gonna say I caught another 20 incher off of it, and wow. then I think I had I think I had two 16s or something at that point. I'd, I'd stopped looking at the leaderboard. I was like, I just gotta, I'm just gonna fish and see what I yeah. can do. And I'd say about about every, I want to say on that spot, it was about every 15 minutes or so, I was catching catching decent fish because they were just they were they were. I want to say the fish were coming out of the coming out of the back of that pocket onto that flat. Yeah. So there were just more and more fish pulling in there. What like what depth are you talking about when you're fishing? Those, those were those were in sixteen eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So the the first spot on Skull Island was like eighteen to twenty because I was I was originally gonna throw a Spro DD the Spro little John DD but it wasn't it it would kiss the bottom it wouldn't like plow the bottom. Yeah. So it's tough um, to get a crankbait to to hit drag bottom at 18 feet or so yeah so that's you just don't I, have as much like resistance that like a bass boat or something it's yeah it starts start pulling you to the bait <laughs> instead of the bait coming to you <laughs> with those big big bills uh yeah start like long lining or something start like start back start backpedaling as soon as i cast i start backpedaling a little bit <laughs> yeah uh that, that's one way to do it uh, i think i had Ryder on or talked to him before and uh he says he like turns his boat sideways. Yeah, so that's that's normally that's normally how I fish. So because I can you can I, I I can generally pick them out on side scan if they're if they're swimming I can pick them out. So okay. I would I'll, you know I'll pull up next to it and just cast ninety degrees because I can sit there and angle. Mm-hmm. I'll sit there and kind of like point the rod, try and point the rod ninety degrees, and if I see a fish, I'm just like trying yeah. trying to wing it straight ninety. And that way it's okay. not dragging the kayak as much. And if I get pulled a little bit forward, I can kind of back away. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you're fishing pretty much offshore, like offshore all day. And yeah. yeah. Just yeah. patiently waiting for those bites. Uh, <laughs> like you, you're confident that you're going to get those bites. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could I could see them on the side scan. I knew, I, so I knew that they were there. I knew yeah. they were for the most part, they were absolutely just smack down on the bottom and they would just kind of show up as this tiny little white speck on the bottom. And I'm like, I know that's, I know this is not slick bottom. I'm like, I know there's a fish sitting there and the yeah. drum were generally sitting like you could tell the drum cause they were like a good foot or so off the bottom. You'd see a, you'd see a big mark and then you'd see a little shadow behind it, but the bass were yeah. just sucked down to, it. to the bottom. Yeah. So that, that mop jig sounds like the perfect bait in order to shake your head or, Something yep. to drag right in front of their face. Uh, just yep. sit there. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. So you had, I mean, you had 98 and a quarter on, on day two. Uh, almost broke that 100, 100 inch mark. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> I, I knew in my head I was close. And I was like, all I need is a 23. <laughs> this is 23. I'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can have just the 23. Just 23. Just, okay. Yes. Yesterday, you got tied up somewhere. <laughs> Go back and get it. Um, but yeah, dang, you mean 
the closest to you was Jody Queen with 94 and a quarter. Uh, so you had a four inch margin there on, on day two. And I think we were talking before the show a little bit. If you had in, you didn't enter, end up entering the double up. And if you had entered that, I think you, were, you said you would have had 190 inches for your two day total. Yeah. Uh, how much Thanks, that Wyatt. Cost? No problem. <laughs> yeah. Your next beer is on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, I, I was shocked. I, I kept looking at that and I kept, I heard about your numbers and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, yeah. Cause when I sign up for these big tournaments and I know people's circumstances are different, but I, I sign up for everything, you know, cause you just never know. Yeah. You know, I got the early in on the early bird and you know, I made, cause I like the, I like having the option of doing, if you do have two good days, I mean, you still could end up in a, in a money situation, which is, could be fun, mm-hmm. you know? And they have pretty decent payouts for entering all three of them. Like if you do oh, yeah. well and just uh, if you do well in two days, and you get all kinds of benefits from that. Yep. Um, yep. It's a gamble. I mean, it's a gamble. You're gambling. With oh yeah, that, for certain. But uh, your odds are better, as, I guess, if you're in everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, but Ryan, you ended up taking the home that uh, that win on the double up. Yeah, that, awesome. that was nice. Now I could get a full set of new rain gear and hopefully not lose the, the bibs. <laughs> yeah. Not but now it's actually going to help me out. Rain. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't planning on fishing the uh, Trail Series Championship in Gunnersville, but um, my wife and I were talking about it on the drive home, and now it's we're actually looking at places to stay down there. So we're going to head down. Yeah. Looking forward yeah. to it. Gunnersville's a, a special place. It's fun. Yeah. Have you ever been been there before? Or? Yeah, um last let's see, last year. 20 this is 2023, 2022. Um we went or, down and fished the KBF. No, it was a Hobie event, I think. I forget which. KBF or Hobie did a Gunnersville event in May. And we camped in the Scottsboro um I forget the name of the county, Jefferson County State yeah. Park. And I've got a toy hauler and we backed up and dropped the tailgate and we were literally on the water. I mean, my wife was just like, both of us, this is awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was just, it was perfect. It was beautiful. That's um, uh, that same area you're talking about. Uh, my mom just recently got a camper and got like a s- extended stay or whatever spot in that same, uh, in that same area. And we're talking about getting a camper now. And that was the second time I fished it. The first time I fished it, I said I'd never go back. It was 2020, 2020 National Championship. Oh, yeah. And I had a really good season. I was in like third or fourth place for the AOI points, which blew my mind because I had, it was for, you had to have three good tournaments. The Trail Series, I had a good tournament. I finished in like the top 30 or something, but because of that, the AOI points, I was I was going to end up in a 10 if I just had a decent Gunnersville. Yeah. And I went back and looked at the numbers. I needed to be 23rd and hot or higher to get into, which is still difficult to do, but 23rd or higher to get into the 10 house. Wow. And I didn't catch a fish. I, and I fished just as hard down there for that tournament as I did here. But I, I fished a lot more versus scanning looking yeah. for a specific cover. I didn't catch a fish over 16 inches in eight days. That was I in was... October or something, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah, that was the it was EVA in the fall is always got tricked me, like trying to figure that out. I said never again. Gunnersville, stupid. These people that fish this <laughs> yeah. lake, forget it. There's no giants here. I went home, tail between my legs. I said never again. But when we went down there the second time, I figured some things out. It's been a lot more fun since. Plus, it's just gorgeous down there. Yeah. It's, it's GFO, the tackle shop, um, uh, is just phenomenal. They got some good stuff. They got they got all the all the stuff there. Um, it's it's a special place. Uh, so what what do you guys got next? For, like event wise, where do you where do you plan on fishing next? So next next for me is I got a bunch of local stuff. So kayak kayak yeah. fishing league, we bounce, bouncing around fishing with that. Yeah. Then I'll probably I'll probably go back to Gunnersville. It uh kicked my ass pretty good there earlier this year <laughs> at the Bass the Bassmaster tournament out there. I yeah same. I thought what. Yeah, I, 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 it kicked my ass too. <laughs> I got destroyed at that at that tournament. I'm gonna I, stick I, an I apple eye tag on your boat, Wyatt. What? Yeah. I'm gonna put oh, an eye tag on, on your boat. I've got one on there. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I want to follow you around. Is the point? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! On on Gunnersville, I would stay. I would stay the opposite end of the lake from me. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. wherever I'm at, just don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing a couple of local events myself here. Um, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do one on Saturday with a group, no motors. So that's gonna be. I don't know if I'm gonna have my Hobie legs or not, but uh, yeah. Do then we have a, a couple of good ones for our local BKFT club here in Ohio, and then Gunnersville in October. That'll be a good time. I mean, that's that's the goal. Uh, October is a difficult time to figure out Gunnersville, though. I will say that. Sounds like you guys got some experience down there. I know what not to do. I I definitely got (laughs) that down. I mean, that's better than that's a a start. I got that in spades. Yeah. I mean, it was water elimination for me. You know, what's funny is when I was talking to Wyatt at the weigh-in, you know, when he was telling me what, what he was throwing, I'm like, I, I've got that bait tied on, and I didn't catch a thing with the 8XD. Yeah. I even bought some 10XDs too, and because I've never fished gear that big before. I mean, to me, that's like salmon fishing, right? Um, yeah. I just they're giant crankbaits. Couldn't figure it out, and they—I mean, they—you're talking about how they pull. Good lord! Yeah, I, I can't imagine doing that with a fish on it. Yeah, uh, yeah those, actually, those things will literally like, pull your kayak around uh, trying to fish what? those. Did, did you change the hooks out, Wyatt, or did you just use yeah. it run them standard? Oh no, no. So uh, the um, the Gamagatsu EWG, the standard ones, not the not the heavy wires or anything, just a regular Gamagatsu EWG, a one preferably one aughts perfect. But I was running twos because every tackle shop was out of ones. So I mean the two the twos work fine. They're a little, they're a pinch small, but. They're they're sticky enough that they hold everything, and you don't really have to swing on them or anything. Yeah, just kind of so, lean into them. And- yep. So I actually my my home lake down here is Sharon Harris. So big big fish 
capital of North Carolina. That's where the guys yeah. were catching the 45, 50 pound bags yeah, a couple giant. years ago. So like eight XD, eight XD, 10 XD, 10, 12 inch worm. That's like, that's what I'm going to have tied on every single day for the next like five months, you know, yeah. like, let's see. <laughs> you know, he's got some in front of him. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's that stuff right yeah. there. I'm be yes, sir. That right there the for, the, for the, next, the next couple months. <laughs> and you, yeah, you're definitely prepared for a ledge event. Basically, <laughs> that's that's get, a, get, get to get to truly, truly use it out there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, man, you guys both had awesome events. I was I was hoping to make that event, but I had to get some stuff done at the house for for our baby room we got coming up. Uh, nice, congrats! Yeah, congratulations! Um, yeah, and it was, it was great having you guys on. Uh, we'll get to live vicariously through you guys for a minute. <laughs> hear hear all your stories. Um, but. Do shame, shame, shameless plug. I will have the uh, everything on there on my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's where I was going next. Was, uh, if you guys got any sponsors or anybody you want to thank for uh, for the event or any, any kind of plugs you want to put in here, uh, not go ahead. So I'll say, I got, I got to thank, got to thank old, old town. So yeah. I don't know if I put quite as many miles as you on it, Ryan, but I, I absolutely burned it down. So my, my trip log for. Uh, my trip log for Sunday said 10, 10 and a half miles and three hours and 46 minutes of moving time. So be it, you know, back and forth or tra- traveling around out there, absolutely burning that place down. I'll say, you know, I, I covered probably as much water every single day that I was out there. You know, say hummingbirds, amazing. I, I can, I can sit there and see, I could tell you whether those fish were two pounds or three pounds or big fish, big fish oh. recast net. And then you like said, I'll have every, I'll have all these videos posted on my, on my YouTube channel, Wham Fishing. I, I'm going to be working. I was working on my practice, the practice video early this morning and then I'll have day one and then I'll have day two as well. So I'll be sure to throw a link on, uh, to your channel in, in our description for the show. I appreciate so it. Anybody listening can, can go down there and check it out. Brian, you got anybody you want to thank for this for the uh, event? Or I mean, so I've been a on the pro staff of Venom Lures since I started doing this. It was actually a company locally here in Ohio. Yeah. Um, great, great company. Just a shout out to Dustin and the whole team over there. You know, I've been with them for a long time and love using their stuff. In fact, that's I caught my personal best, which I still haven't broke yet, at Chickamauga um, on one of their dream cross. So. That bite just wasn't wasn't working for me, but um, I thank my wife. You know, those are the basic, the two big sponsors of what I do, and just love what I do, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's awesome that you guys get to travel together and go go to these events and get to hang out and stuff. I keep trying to get to get her. A, I want to get a spare Hobie so I can get her out fishing too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've taken her yeah. walleye fishing a few that times. That might be a hard sell, but. Ah, she loves the water as much as I do, so you know I give it time. Yeah, you, you just gotta, like you to gotta plant the seed and just keep watering you know? it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, thank it's you guys for coming on. Nature, but uh, yeah, I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. 
appreciate yeah. you having us on. Yeah. Um, Wyatt, nice to see you again, and great job, dude. See you. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess next week we'll kind of be talking about the Hobie event on Cayuga coming up this weekend. Uh, I'm excited. See, uh, who, who was it? Who was it? Caught that like nine pound smallmouth or something this up there. <laughs> uh, was that this year or last year? Uh, so we'll call it an eight it? something and yeah. eight, yeah. eight or something like that. Uh, <laughs> and they that, just that's, that's that's something I'm jealous. I, we have no smallmouth down here. I gotta drive like five hours to get smallmouth. <laughs> Chickamauga has some some big smallmouth in it. That that would have been a good opportunity to catch a catch a few. I caught beer. two thirteen inches in practice. <laughs> yeah. I was so excited. I'm like, what the hell? It was G- generally so the it seems like it's kind of around the March through May. Uh, you can catch a lot of big smallmouth up by the dam, uh, the Watts Bar Dam. I considered that, doing that, making that run just to go see. But yeah, they, they weren't up there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried. That might usually <laughs> dies like right around May, like the beginning of May, sometime <clears throat> in that range. Um, but when it's on there, you can catch. I mean, we had we've covered a couple events this year. People catching ninety nine inches, ninety eight inches, all smallmouth up there. Wow, it's like St. Clair, which I was dying to do this year, but didn't get a chance to. That's yeah. uh, not quite the same build as those fish on St. Clair, but uh, uh, like longer, they're more long and lean, smallmouth. But uh, yeah, they're they're there. Well, you guys um, make your way to Ohio. Look me up, man. I'd love to take you out. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, I'd definitely be down. I want to go. I mean, I want to go do a whole kind of northern swing. I guess if you want to call it like. I want to fish in New York. I want to go to uh, Erie and St. Clair, kind of do all all the Great Lakes and stuff at some point. Nice. Be a fun time. I want to fish that that harbor you're talking about, that east-west harbor uh, oh, yeah. area. We had, I don't know how much time we had, we had the highest scoring, I forget how many anglers, 77 anglers, something like six or 700 fish. Wow. It was absurd. The we had five guys over 90 inches. To get to 21st place, you had to have 85. Yeah. I mean yeah, those numbers are kind of ridiculous. It, it, I've never it's never been that. We must have just timed it perfect. Yeah. Everybody caught. I mean, I don't think there was two or three people that had no fish, and everybody else had limits. I think out of the 77, over 50 had, had five fish limits. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty good it fishing. Was, yeah. It was absolutely off the hook. Lots of big fish caught. Um, I thought I had a pretty good spot to myself. Turns out, you know, it wasn't necessarily fishing the same baits, but the guy mm-hmm. was 200, now maybe 150 yards from me. And I saw where he was at. I just didn't fish that area because he would move away then come back and i thought about kind of moving up and he's like yeah i saw you were fishing as soon as you left i caught a 19 i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> like, sucks to hear that's how it goes you know <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> but it's that's fishing. You learn. You you yeah. learn each time out. So, but if either one of you ever want to go up there, you know, let me know. It's it's a great place to camp if you can get in. It's got like a six month advance notice to do some camping up there. But there's little VRBOs and whatnot. But it's just a really neat place to fish. A lot of docks. Um, yeah. There's pads. There's grass. Just it's it's just uh, unique because it's a harbor. Yeah. So. Yeah, it sounds like a good time, man. I definitely will have to hit you up if I'm in that area, uh, or make just make Same. a trip out there. It sounds like Same. Sharon Harris. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's, it's it's about it's about to get really really good out there. It's about to be insane out there. Yeah, I want to go. Is that closer to the mountains, Wyatt, or is that pound bags? Is that no, South? Raleigh, the Raleigh, the Central North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep, that's not that far because my um stepdaughter and her husband live about two hours from raleigh durham yeah so, yeah yeah so I, I, it sounds like we gotta make a trip down there yeah you need to go visit them well they're here now so i'll have to talk to them after we get off here and say hey by the way we're coming down yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this, this is the time of year where i know last, last year i got out there and i scanned i remember scanning across a point and there were probably probably 100 150 fish sitting on this point and I started catching them, and they were every single one of them was four plus. I, I, I sat there for hours, just like my thumbs were just raw, bleeding. My whole palm was raw and bleeding. I sat there for just hours catching four pounders. You're taking that bass thumb to another level. It's like uh, destroying your hands. Which is a problem these days. If you guys use computers that have. Um, the your print fingerprint good. recognition it doesn't yeah. work if your hands are all tore up to shit yeah. <laughs> i think uh like remember well, whenever iphone had the little thing that you had to use your thumb basically right. to open it yeah that started happening with my thumb on there it like would never open my phone anymore my thumbs were just destroyed <laughs> but now we got face id so hopefully my face doesn't get messed up from <laughs> so anyways uh also i'm gonna start closing down the show here um we, pre- we appreciate you guys hey coming and hanging out with us for a little bit uh, man good having you on appreciate it good to be here thanks for having us yes sir um i'm gonna put you guys in the background i'm gonna talk about one or two other events that happened this past weekend if i can get them pulled up here Yeah, so we had that kayak fishing world championship that was going on at the same time on Center Hill Lake. Um, first place in that was Cody Millen. So this one was weird. It was in centimeters, oh, yeah. 559 centimeters, 491 centimeters with Damien Tao. Uh, centimeters. Why do they with- use the, imper- or the metric mm-hmm. system? This is America, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought this was America, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, that, I was interested to see that. Um, and I'm hoping wow. to get some of those guys on maybe in the next week or two. So Is that, is that, two, is that two days, five, or 559? Uh, three it's days. Three days, okay. I was yeah. about to say, good God. <laughs> if, that, if that's yeah. two days, that's just 220 inches. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I don't think Center Hill has the ability – Center Hill is one of the lakes that I fished for our club, uh, and I don't think it has the ability to put out 220 inches. Uh, there's no way. Uh, 
maybe in uh, walleye or something like that out there. Yeah, they got some, or some striper, uh, but yeah, not not that. Um, and I guess so. Also in that, we had Team USA taking home the win there. So that was an interesting one. I'm hoping to get some of those guys on and talk about that because it's just something a little different. Um, and there's a lot of countries that were that were in that. I guess uh, I don't have it pulled up here. I think there was ten or twelve different countries that had sent people um, to fish in this event hmm. from all over the world. So that was kind of cool. And uh, I know a couple of them were fishing the. Uh... That 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 mock that mock tournament that's going on on fishing chaos too because I started seeing like forty five inch bass pop up on there. Yeah. <laughs> so they 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 were, they were coming in as inches. Oh, and they they were submitting them as <laughs> centimeters or something. Got their yeah. units mixed up. Sounds like. Uh, so yeah, that was another cool one. We also had the I, so typically uh, Jimmy has all the info for all the tournaments that happened this weekend and i didn't get that from him so i'm just kind of going off what what i remember happening i know we had a uh, tennessee bass nation on douglas uh, i don't have the stuff pulled up for that one i'll try to get this all put together for our next show uh, have it go over those guys all that stuff for those guys and give that some recognition um but with that I want to sign off of here. Good having you guys on. Um, hopefully you will be back uh, in October. If uh, end up doing good at those, that KBF. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, man. Y'all have yeah. a good night. All right. Yeah. We'll good see you. Good night to everybody out there listening or good morning. Cause this will be posted tomorrow. So <laughs> we'll see you there. See you.